You are listening to the Today I Found Out podcast, where each weekday we provide an interesting story that is going to feed your brain. You can read more great articles like this by going to todayifoundout.com. Hello and welcome to episode number 255 of the Daily Knowledge Podcast from todayifoundout.com. And in the episode today, you're going to learn about the origin of the jack-o'-lantern. And in the bonus facts section, you're going to learn about some records related to jack-o'-lanterns and to pumpkins. Let's just get started with today's show. The name Jack-O-Lantern was originally one of the numerous names given to Ignis Fartus, medieval Latin for foolish fire, another of which is Will-o'-the-Wisps, basically the odd light that can occasionally be seen over marshes, swamps, and the like. For what causes Will-o'-the-Wisps, listen to episode 192 of this podcast. Jack-O-Lantern first popped up being used this way around the mid-17th century in East Anglia, UK, and spread from there through parts of England, Ireland, and Scotland. This name likely originally derived from the practice of calling men generically Dick, Jack, Tom, etc. In particular, men who were lower class were often called generically Jack, beginning around the 14th century in England. This practice popped up again in the late 19th century in the United States, where Jack was used for the name for a man where his real name was unknown. Thus, when you see someone carrying a lantern in the distance at night that you see as a man, but you can't make out who exactly it is, he is literally Man with a Lantern, aka Jack of the Lantern or Jack-o'-lantern. This was also a commonly used nickname for night watchmen and the like around the same time Jack-o'-lantern first popped up, referring to Ignis Fartus. As to how the name made the jump to referring to carved pumpkins with lights inside, it has its origins in the Celtic practice of hollowing out and carving faces into turnips and other vegetables during Samoon, a festival where many of the traditions of Halloween come from. After carving the vegetables, they'd place candles inside and put them in windows, or carry the makeshift lanterns with them as they walked to ward off evil spirits. This tradition endured over the years in various forms, including in Britain, where pranksters would make these types of carved lanterns to scare people on the road or children would carry them around during Hallow Mass while begging for soul cakes. From here, things get a little murkier in terms of tracing how exactly jack-o'-lantern got applied to carved pumpkins. It is entirely possible that the above, Man with a Lantern, nickname of jack-o'-lantern, may have simply directly extended as a nickname for these carved turnip or vegetable lanterns without any intermediary. The first known instance of this application was in 1837 in Nathaniel Hawthorne's The Great Carbuncle. Hide it, the great carbuncle, under thy cloak. Sest thou, will it gleam through the holes, and make thee look like a jack-o'-lantern? On the other hand, given that it appears that it was Irish immigrants to America who brought over the practice of carving and lighting vegetables, and it appears it was likely that they adapted this practice to carving pumpkins for this purpose, it seems likely enough that the nickname did not make a direct jump from man with a lantern to carved vegetable lantern, but rather came via an Irish legend, Stingy Jack. This legend sprung up around a century after the first known instance of Jack-o'-lantern, referring to Ignis Fartus. There are numerous versions of the legend of Stingy Jack, but the general story is there was a sinful drunkard named Jack who encountered the devil and convinced the devil to come have a drink with him before the devil would take him down into hell. The devil agreed, and after Jack had drunk his film, as he had no money, he asked the devil to cover the bill. As the devil had no use for money, he had none on him, so Jack suggested he transform himself into a silver coin so Jack could pay the bill. Why Jack or the devil would care about paying at this point in the story makes little sense, among other oddities, but shh, you're interrupting the story. 
Once the devil had transformed himself into the coin, rather than pay the bill, Jack quickly stuck the coin into a small money pouch which had a crucifix on it, trapping the devil. In order to get Jack to let him out, the devil made a deal with Jack that he'd give him ten more years of life. The bargain was struck, and after ten years the devil returned for Jack, and Jack made the request that the devil fetch him an apple from up a tree. The moronic devil, who apparently lives to please, climbed the tree and fetched the apple for Jack. While he was up in the tree, Jack carved a crucifix into the bark at the base of the tree, thereby trapping the devil, who could apparently turn into a coin but couldn't turn into a bird. Or, you know, couldn't just hop down past the crucifix instead of climbing down when he reached that point. A second deal was struck, this time with Jack demanding that the devil never take his soul to hell. The devil agreed, and, being known for honesty and integrity, kept his word once Jack let him go. Of course, Jack eventually died. Maybe he should have asked for immortality and eternal youth, and, upon arriving at Heaven's Gates, whoops, his sinful life made it so he couldn't get in. He then went and visited the entrance to hell to try and get in there, for some odd reason, but the devil wouldn't let him in, owing to his previous promise. Being, once again, apparently kind and generous, the devil did give Jack an ever-burning coal from hell to use to light his way and warn other people of Jack's presence. Jack then placed it in a carved turnip, which apparently doomed souls have easy access to, and proceeded to wander the earth for all eternity. So, whether it was a direct jump from the man with a lantern, British slang, to being associated with people holding vegetable lanterns, and then the vegetable lantern itself, or probably more likely given how vegetable carving became popular in America via the Irish Stingy Jack legend, the ultimate origin of why we call carved pumpkins jack-o'-lanterns seems to be a melding of the ignis fartus nickname, jack-o'-lantern, with the Samoon practice of using hollowed-out vegetables with candles inside to ward off evil spirits. And now for today's bonus facts. The name Will-o'-the-Wisps has a similar meaning to Jack-o'-lantern, Man of the Lantern. In this case, coming from the definition for wisp, bundle of sticks or straw used for a torch, thus Will-o'-the-Torch. In this case, one of the principal legends behind the name concerns Will Smith. No, not that Will Smith, but rather a guy named Will who was a particularly evil blacksmith. There are a variety of versions of this legend, but the basic idea is that when he died and attempted to get into heaven, St. Peter gives him a second chance at life, but he blows it and ends up being doomed to walk the earth forever, not unlike the Irish legend of Stingy Jack. Also like the Jack-o'-lantern legend, the devil gives Smith an ever-burning lump of coal to use as a light, but in this case, it also keeps Smith warm in cold, damp places like marshes. Bonus fact 2. The most jack-o'-lanterns ever lit in one location was in Highwood, Illinois in 2011. The citizens of this town got together and carved and lit an astounding 30,919 pumpkins in close proximity to one another, beating the previous record by nearly 800 jack-o'-lanterns. Bonus fact 3. The record for the largest pumpkin ever grown has been broken numerous times in the last few decades, but at present, the record holders are Tim and Susan Matheson, who grew, in 2013, a pumpkin that weighed 2,032 pounds. For reference, just 31 years ago, the largest recorded pumpkin ever grown was just 460 pounds. The pumpkin size explosion was thanks partially to a Nova Scotian man, Howard Dill, who broke the previously mentioned 460-pound record with a four. 193.5 pound pumpkin. He then patented and started selling Dill's Atlantic Giant Seeds, which various growers have used and crossed with other varieties to create even bigger pumpkins, with nearly all the record holders since Dill using some variety of the seed that stemmed from Dill's pumpkin seeds.
Bonus fact 4. The word pumpkin ultimately came from the Greek peptine, meaning to cook. This gave rise to the Greek pepon and the Latin peponem, both meaning melon. The Latin peponem is where Middle French pompon came from, also meaning melon. Finally, in the mid-17th century, we have the word pumpion in English, meaning melon, which pumpkin derived from, the latter of which was coined by early English-speaking colonists to the Americas. Bonus fact 5. If your dog or cat is showing signs of constipation or diarrhea, or hairballs for cats, a nice home remedy, often recommended by vets for helping cure these problems, is to feed them canned pumpkin. You just listened to an episode of the Today I Found Out Daily podcast. Tune in every weekday for another great episode, or find more articles at todayifoundout.com.